Hello everyone and welcome back to the Contineros Podcast. The podcast is sponsored by Port Pro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io and don't forget to mention Contineros for 10% off. Let's do it. Episode 28. We got George Andrade in the house, a longshore mechanic. How you doing? Doing great. Good morning. Speaking to the mic. Good morning. Por favor. <laughs> Good morning, man. Thanks for coming, taking time out of your day, and, you know, to share all these uh, gems that I'm sure will be getting dropped in the, in this episode. Um, what are you up to these days, man? Working family, bro. Working family. That's it. Work-life balance. Got to balance it. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. Very true. How did you end up here? With you or in general? Yeah, in general. What are you up to now? Like, as far as your job and all that, like, how'd you end up there? That's what I meant, my bad. Um, so I ended up with you. I met you, what, four years ago? That's how we hooked up. Yeah, yeah. How to start going pick, back picking and forth. your brain, you're a little defensive, you don't yeah. want to share too much. Was it me or you? Nah, it was, it was you. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what are you guys up to, man? And yeah. What was my answer? What do you mean? No, it was more like, um, what was it? It was. It was pretty direct and to the point, and I understood it. I'm like, okay, cool. Like, pretty much, uh, you know, you're doing what you got to do, and we got to do what we yeah. got to do, but no details. You at, know? I think at that time, um, I wasn't doing, like, chassis work because mm-hmm. initially when I got in, I got in as a welder. Mm-hmm. So I was up on the cranes. That's when they were doing, like, project work, yeah, raising the cranes and all that kind of stuff. So that's where yeah. I started. Hey, you'll send pics out of nowhere, like you're up above, huh? Yeah. Like, that's a lot of a lot of different jobs when you're welding out there, huh? I miss that work. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I miss that work because that's where I come from, from that kind of industry. Yeah. So that's initially how I got in Yeah. as a mechanic. Through your welding experience. Yeah, that was in, uh, I believe, 2016. Um. That's when those uh, most of those projects started coming up when they were raising the cranes higher for the mega ships to come in. So they started hiring uh, welders, electricians mm-hmm. from the trades. But the journey to even end up here, how was that? Did you go to a local school for all that? To become a welder, yeah. yeah. I went to a trade school. Uh, I'm big on trades, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think uh, everybody doesn't, everybody's not cut out for college or yeah. whatever. I think the trades are, are good. I think we have an advantage as men yes. to to have that available for us. More like a hands-on or stay if you're, busy? Yeah. If you're that type of person, there's a lot of things you can do. Yeah. You know, so I always, you know, like with my son, my nephew, youngsters, I always try to push that. Okay. If you don't know what to do, figure out a trade. And that's what I did. But you had that goal in mind to end up in the ports or no. kind of lined up? No. Mine actually came by almost by accident. Oh. Um, I became a dad pretty, pretty young and, uh, my mother-in-law rest in peace was the one that kind of pushed me in that direction to tell me, go to trade school. I didn't even know what trade school was. Okay. And I'm like, what's trade school? You know, well, look over here, go over here. So when I went, you know, I seen that they had a welding, electrical, plumbing, mechanical, all that kind of stuff. And I just kind of leaned over that way. Towards the welding, because I remember one of my buddies when I was younger, he was going to school for it. And I just, I fell in love with it, to tell you the truth. I liked it. It was what I wanted to do after that. 
And I said, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it the best of my ability. Yeah. And I just ran with it. Did you have an intention maybe? Because I see you're into cars. So would that have been maybe something that influenced that? I think uh, I always been into cars because my dad was a, a mechanic okay. growing up. Yeah. My dad always... Uh, always had cars, old cars, always working on people. My dad was almost like the neighborhood mechanic. People would bring their cars over to my dad. So mechanically, I always had that interest. And I think slowly I started tying the two things together. I started off, when I started off welding, I started off ship repair. Okay. I would work on the ships. All these big ships that came, that come in, I would work on those kind of ships doing ship repair. What kind? How, do, how does that work where can a ship be damaged that everywhere anywhere everywhere. where they pull a can out yeah um you know sometimes they come out wrong or sometimes they load them wrong they hit a corner mm. you know that's not going to forgive anything it's going to smash it damage it and that's what we would do we would go and fix all that kind of stuff the catwalks the any component that's a part of a vessel anything that's steel that's going to get hit by a can is going to get damaged how thick can these pieces be that you weld? Cause on the ship, it goes up to one inch. One probably, inch thick. yeah, the yeah. thickest. But I've welded on thicker stuff than that. Are there certain things in the vessel that is not worth repairing because of safety issues? Like, we're better off just buying a new part. Like Yeah, they would get to the point sometimes where you would just cut off a whole part and they would bring in another one or we'll fabricate a new one. Yeah. Instead of just doing a minor repair. You know how when they pull out the two 20-footers at once? Mm-hmm. Is that really dependent on the quality of a weld at some point? Is there are there are there some things out there going on that like our safety depends on how good a welder you are? <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. So it, that's with anything. So yeah. I'll give you an example. Like I've worked on. I see you have the train right here. I worked on yeah. a lot of trains from Pacific Harbor Line. Okay. When I worked for uh, Wilmington Ironworks, that's where I got my start. And these trains, they, you know, they would wreck or whatever, and we would cut them apart. They would bring them back to the yard, and we would repair those. So that, you could say that tow hitch, that tows that cart. Oh, okay. Um, I would repair those. And that's sometimes four to six inches thick. Yeah. So you got to look at it like this. If I don't do that right. You could derail that that's shit. Gonna, that shit's going to come off. Yeah. You know? So a lot of these trains that I see out here at Pacific Harbor Line, I think I've done like nine of them. So, you know, I, I'm, I'll i be driving, I'll tell my family, oh, look, there goes number 21 or number whatever, because I know I, I worked on Except them. the derailed ones, you're like, you know, don't look that way. You know, look, <laughs> that's actually what got me to fix them when they would derail. Oh, yeah? When they would derail and crash. It kind of... Yeah, they would, you know, they would be all jacked up. Mm. And then, like I said, they would bring them back to their yard, and then we would repair them. So, I've done a lot of cool shit. In yeah. my welding career, that's why I tell you some. Sometimes yeah. I miss that yeah. that part of it. Is it a myth? Like I see you're not wearing glasses, so is it a myth that welders they all end up blind? Well, not literally, but okay. So it's a myth, and I'm gonna tell you why. Oh yeah. Because I get a eye exam maybe every two years, and I've never told them I was a welder. So when they look at my eyes, they're looking for whatever, and they're like, oh, you're good, fifty-fifty. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. You know, of course, if you're not using the proper equipment. Yeah, you're, you're going to damage your eyes. So thankfully, if you take care of your eyes and you're doing what you're supposed to, you should be fine. Yeah. Another, um, well, some, some people don't use the safety equipment because it's not cool. It doesn't look cool. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. Being able to see is cooler than not wearing that shit. <laughs> right? You'll get to admire the cool things in life yeah. if you can still see them. If you can see them. If yeah. not, then you're, in, you're just a dumbass, you know? 
you know. <laughs> you feel good, bro. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I, I try to be kind of, you know, smart about that. Yeah. But, you know, we all slip up sometimes. Go attack something and kind of just look away a little bit. When it comes to, I've seen some chassis out there, man. Damn, Stevie Wonderwell did this shit, probably. Man, that's a whole other topic right there. Well, let's backtrack a little bit. What, what was uh, childhood for, for George like? You got anything you want to share? Shit. You got that much time? How many hours? 24? Yeah. Uh, I, you know Pick what? Your top, the one that sticks out the most in your mind right now that you want to share, maybe. Man, I, I had a rough childhood. I'll just put it to you like that. Okay. I, I had a rough childhood. Um, I had some good times when my mom... My mom died when I was eight years old. Sorry to hear that. And um, I'm, I got five brothers. I'm the middle one. So okay. I had younger brothers that... Much younger than me. And obviously my older brothers. So that was a... That was a after that was a hard time. It was a hard time because my, my pops took it pretty hard and he turned to alcohol. And he was gone, you know. It was pretty much, uh, it was we, we fend for ourselves, me and my brothers. And that was a hard time right there. That was, that was hard. Thankfully, all of us now, nobody's locked up. Nobody's done nothing. Everybody's good. Everybody managed to get out of that situation and come out, you know, to be pretty, pretty decent people, I would say. You know, we're not, nobody's perfect. But I, I owe a lot of that to my two older brothers because we struggled together with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, I had a pretty rough childhood. Rough childhood. In and out of jail, out of, you know, as a youngster and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. What, you think you were just rebelling? Like, you were mad about something or what? I mean... Or that's just your um, environment? Como pasó? It, yeah, it was the environment, I guess. But at the same time, like, um, you know, like, I'll never be ashamed to say it. You know what I mean? Me and my brothers grew up, you know, stealing cars and selling drugs. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't to be, you know, like, I'm this person right here in the neighborhood. Yeah. It was for survival. We survived off that. Yeah. You know, at, you know, 10 years old, surviving off that, you know, because you would come home sometimes. and 10 you years had, old? At 10 years old. The first time I went to um, juvenile hall, I was 10 years old. By then you had already stolen a car? No, I think I started stealing cars probably when I was like around 13. Okay. Around there. And, uh, but yeah, we, you know, we would come home. There would be no, no electricity at the house or running water sometimes. Stuff like that. So we started kind of catching on that when these guys would come turn it off and we had a couple bucks, we could give it to them and they wouldn't cut it off. Oh. It was a little different back then. Yeah, yeah. You know, they would take cash. Oh, and uh, same thing with the landlord. You know, the landlord, my parents moved into that little house in, in 1981 when I was born. So the guy knew my, my mom passed away. He knew my dad wasn't around. But he would come collect that rent. And you guys would and, pull it together? Well, we didn't have it at the time. Okay. You know, before we started making our own money. Your oldest brother at the time, what age? Was he a, a, um, a, a legal guardian? No, Could I want to say he was probably, um, I was eight. He was probably no older than 12 or 13. Wow. The oldest one. Wow. Yeah. So we were all youngsters. We were kids, you know. And head of the households at that age. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. Pretty much. You know, if you didn't go to, to school to eat, you probably weren't going to eat. That's just the reality of it. You oh, know what wow. I mean? So it was, it was, like I said, it was a pretty rough childhood. So, you know, um, I don't know. We made it through. I guess that was my mom looking out for us because uh, we've been through some shit. 
At what point did you notice there was like a little shift? Like, all right, someone made it in our family. Now we're going to follow those steps or, you know, things. Obviously, you're in a better situation now. But when did that start? When you start to notice like, oh, shit, getting better? I mean, I never really had anybody I looked up to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, for me, I think personally, the shift was probably when um, when my daughter was born. Because um, she was born on my 18th birthday. Okay. My wife was still 17. Um, you share the same birthday? Me and my oldest daughter share the same birthday. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So not right away, not like it was instant. Like she's born, like I'm going to change my life because yeah. I was still fucking around. Yeah. I, was in lo- I, man, I was in love with the streets for a long time Yeah. doing dumb shit. But as she started getting a little older, kind of have my wife kind of like, she's on my ass for obvious reasons. Yeah. And my mother-in-law trying to help me out, my father-in-law trying to help me out. You know, there was a change there, you know. There was a change there because I could remember the conversations with my mother-in-law and my wife was like, why are you trying to help him? He don't want help. My mother-in-law would say, I'm not trying to help him. I'm just trying to get him to a place where if even if you guys ain't together, he can take care of the kid. Yeah. And to me, that kind of resonated like she's onto something. She knows what she's talking about. Maybe I should listen a little bit. And I did. Yeah, deeper than just be the good man for my daughter. More than, like, overall, everyone's good if you're good. Like, get In it general. Together. Yeah. yeah. And we struggled a lot, me and my wife. She was, you know what I mean? I remember taking care of the baby while my wife went to continuation mm-hmm. to still try to graduate. And she did. She graduated. And um, she works actually right up the street in Pedro at the hospital. She's been working there for over 20 years now. And uh, she used to work nights, and I would watch the baby while she would want to work. So it was kind of like, damn, this is dad life now. Like, yeah, try to get it together. At least try. You know what I mean? I still fucked up. Did shit I didn't have to do or whatever. But I try to learn from it. You know what I mean? It just yeah. got somebody depending on me now, which was the kid. You know? So that, I think that was the shift for me. That was the shift that kind of... I got to try to provide a better life for, for my kid. Now you got something tapping into your mindset every now and then you're about to do something like do i really want to do it yeah like that yeah yeah the consequences because a lot of the you know a lot of my homies i grew up with are 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 gone dead or in jail you know so i didn't want to be part of that you know who does yeah it's hard to say sometimes some people would say that people want to be like that but they get caught in a cycle and then i've noticed the system is not too uh compassionate like you could even do your time and then you get out and you're still judged or you you screw up they they add more stuff on top like they make it hard for you to get up once you done fucked up yeah it is what it is i I got one of my boys right now he just got sentenced to 97 years 97 years and it's like that's a for me to remember us going to elementary school together Mm -hmm. you know and all that and to see that that he'll never come home it's like a real clear reminder of where I could have been or what could have happened to me. Yeah, it's like it's real. It's real. Yeah. It's real. You count your blessings. Cause yep, you have to. Yeah. Sometimes do you ever wonder like why I did, why I got away or like why you, like you could have been them. You know what I mean? I, I do, you know, but I also know that there was a lot of times where, you know what I mean? I cut ties with certain mm. people or not. Okay, okay. I knew where not to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. I did what I could, I guess, to try to stay safe. 
So how are things now? Uh, is your dad around? My dad's still around. My dad's actually blind. That's funny that you were talking about being blind. My dad's actually oh, yeah. blind now from... No offense, from, uh, I didn't... No, no, no not at all. Yeah, yeah no, that's because his own wrongdoing. You okay. know what I mean? Okay. Um, yeah, he's still around. He's still around. He's an asshole, but he's still around. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say that, you know. But yeah, he, um, he had diabetes and he does dialysis now, all that because of... At that time, when he should have taken care of himself, he did, and it was too late. When he decided to, it was too late. So it does catch up to you that lifestyle. Oh, that lifestyle! My dad's a, a prime example of. Yeah. If uh, you don't I, see what's up. Because I be feeling on the edge, man. Because I'm uh, my sober date is November uh, November four, twenty twenty one, and it just feels like counting the days. It kind of feels like it's a bad thing. Like I don't think I want to count the days anymore. Like just just make that decision and be done with it. You right. know. But then I hear stories like that, like, because every now and then you're tempted, like, ah, maybe go back just to sip, you know. But then I hear stories like that, and it really is a bad thing, you know. Well, and especially for someone like me that doesn't have it under control. So, But I don't think we, none of us do, because no. I'm an alcoholic too, you know what yeah. I mean? I, I, I drink too. And I have those conversations with my wife where I'm like, hey, like, I'm going to try to cut down, you know what I mean? Mm. To the point where I'm like, all right, I'm going to drink one day a week, and then... That's it yeah. for the week. Not get like smashed, you know what I mean? But drink a couple beers. Just take the quiz. You know? What's a the quiz? AA.org. There's a quiz. And if you answer honestly, you'll know if you're alcoholic. I think I know I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> That's what I inherited from my dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, thanks for sharing that. Is there anything else you want to add from your childhood? No, but that's good for you, brother. You decided to try to, to quit. My brother, one of my older brothers, yeah. he's I, I, been sober for like nine years, I think. Yeah, yeah. But just throw it out there that just because you decide, it doesn't mean that it's all fine and dandy. Right. You still f feel it. Right. You know what I mean? You smoke or no? I, I just started last week. But like one a day just to, I don't know. To relax. Yeah. But I also don't want to pick up that habit. You, you see this, the cycle? It's an addictive personality. So then you give up something, now you switch. So now you, you ain't you ain't hitting the, the white girl or whatever. Right. And now you, you you over here snacking midnight, you know, you binge eating all these candies. I mean, I smoke, sweets, I smoke, but know? I smoke just mainly like, like if I had a whack ass day where I'm just like, yeah, just need to kind of relax. Yeah, I'll go to go outside and kind of smoke a little bit and just kind of get stuck and just unwind, you know. But not to the point where I'm like, oh fuck, it's time to smoke. You know what I mean? Yeah, I try not to overthink it. It's like I desire it now. I'll do it. But then I can't apply that mentality to drugs and alcohol. So it's like, right. you know, always something. You're a thinker, though, because I've noticed that. I've noticed that about you. You're a thinker. If you overthink it, you make yourself miserable. So I'm like, yeah. fuck it. It's a, a a blessing and a curse, I guess, you know, to overthink right. shit. Well, we're just human, bro. That's it. What Do you know what you really wanted to be growing up? We all have those little, you know. I wanted to go to the army or yeah. be a firefighter. Okay. That's what I, I wanted to do. At what age was that? Um, I think that probably went away when I was probably around, I don't know, maybe like seven years old or some shit. Went away? Yeah, where I just didn't want to anymore. But I remember I remember when I, I ended up going to a juvenile boot camp when I was like 15, I think, or 14 for like nine months. And when I got out of there, I kind of was thinking like, maybe there's a chance still. Maybe I can still try to go that way. But it was like a... Just a real small thought. Mm -hmm. And then it just went away when I came home. Yeah. You know. 
you think it's a good thing or a bad thing that we start asking kids at a young age what they want to be? You think that puts pressure on them? Like, oh, shit. Like, because I noticed that with my son, there was a career day and you dress up like what you want to be. Right. And he, he's only, uh, what, in uh, second grade? And like, hmm. What do you want to be? So he was like, what do I want to be? Like, So, you know, he switches it a lot. So right. I didn't want him like overthinking it, you know. But then and eventually he went with a businessman, you know. But then I had suggested it. See what I mean? Right. So I'm like, what did you really want to be like at that age? It depends on the kid, I think. Yeah. Because my middle daughter, um, mm. she always talked about wanting to be a teacher mm. or something school related. Mm. And um, she'll be 19 now. And she's she's in school for that. Mm-hmm. She wants to be a principal. So for her to have that or that little seed since mm-hmm. she was that small, mm-hmm. like as long as I can remember, she she's always said that. Okay. And she's still going for it now. Yeah. But my oldest daughter, um, she's she's going to start the nursing program now. She wants to be a nurse, but yeah. I don't remember her always wanting knowing what she wanted to be. Yeah. So I think it depends on the kid. Figure it out as you go. Yeah, my son. Um, he's gonna be 16, and I know for a while he said he wanted to like drive cranes, like mobile cranes. Okay. But then um, I'm not sure if that's exactly what he wants, you know, because I've also heard him say I want to be a mechanic like my dad. Yeah. So it's kind of like, yeah, it it depends, I guess. Yeah. You know. Well, I just hope that they're themselves, you know, like, because I don't know, because me growing up, it was a lot of like trying to fit in and like, I think I want to be this for the wrong reasons, right. stuff like that, you right. know, so it's like, they're so young and they're, the, the real life is like, <laughs> you don't have no fucking mercy for your feelings or whatever, right. you know, so when reality hits, it'll hit hard, so I guess there's no instruction manual for that, so. Well, look, I know growing up for sure, um, I didn't want to be a longshoreman. Because pretty much, you know, I grew up in Wilmington. I'm from Wilmington. Mm-hmm. People that you've seen that were doing pretty good um, were either longshoremen or they worked at the refineries. Yeah. But I also know that those two categories were like my best customers, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So it was like I didn't want to be that, you know. I, I knew they made, you know, they had a good life or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, I also know that. Yeah. It comes with that other little stigma yeah so i didn't think of that but but with truckers too you know we got that stigma somewhat you know i mean i i never had it for Mm -hmm. like you know thought that of a trucker no no oh maybe i'm just thinking out loud about maybe that's because you know certain people yeah maybe that's your world yeah you know that's true cada cabeza es un mundo so we just speak based on what exactly we interpret in our Mental. <laughs> you brought up longshoreman. I want to ask you a question. I don't know if you have the answer. And I always forget to ask it when I when I talk to one of you guys. Um, why do why do you see them sometimes uh, changing into their work clothes in the parking lot? Like, is that like a trend or? Is those that's reason? most of those dudes are the lashers they do lashing oh shit yeah. that's what it is so it's like a different i thought the same shit when i seen them I'm like these fuckers think they're like super cool like yeah like are you late like what happened? yeah are you, you late know? or you just want to like look like yeah i'm about to go do something that's super 
like important okay okay but i think the real reason is because they come in certain clothes and they're gonna more than likely go get dirty as fuck yeah and sweaty yeah so they just change into that and then when they're done put the other shit on and Oh, okay, That's, so, it's, so it's not all of them. I, I thought, okay, okay, that makes sense. It's not all of them. I think certain dudes want you to know that they're a lasher. You know what oh, I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, every there's a lot of categories of work Yeah. down there. Like, obviously, there's mechanics with what I am. That's what I am. But then there's, like, there's a crane operator. There's Most people drive top handlers. Yeah. And then, like, the badass dudes, you know, are the lashers. That's the job nobody really wants. I heard it's hard. It's I mean, my wife did it last Sunday. Oh, yeah? Or Saturday. She Certainly. said it wasn't that bad. She was no. just a little sore the next day. Oh, okay. But okay. I don't know. Maybe she's tough. Is it, yeah, huh? <laughs> Is it, it's dangerous, huh? También? Yeah. You could fall off or what? Yeah, well, you know, you've been down there. Everything's dangerous down yeah, there. Yeah, that's there's, right. There's a hundred things going on at, at one point. Yeah. You know, at the same time. Yeah. You know? Everything can be dangerous under a certain circumstance. Everything is dangerous. Yeah. You know, my wife comes from the medical field. And she's a casual now. When she started going down there, she was like, George, this shit is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, don't get comfortable down there. Ever. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Don't ever get comfortable down there. Like, you need to have your head on a swivel. Because mm -hmm. there's a hundred things going on at the same time. So yeah. you can imagine if you're on a ship, lashing, the crane's moving. Fuck. Loading, unloading, back and forth. Yeah, that shit could be dangerous as fuck. No te vayas a ir con un container yeah. when it picks it up, huh? Yeah. Fuck all that. <laughs> okay. So earlier you said you never really looked up to anyone, so should I scratch out this question? Who inspires you and why? No, shoot it. Who inspires you and why? <laughs> I mean, on a daily basis, I guess for me it's just like being able to provide a better life for my kids than than i had so it's a what not a who yeah mm -hmm. i think that's the ultimate goal for me in my life yeah. you know I, i'll give my wife a little credit you know she's always kind of believed in me yeah you know she's always believed in me she's always kind of pushed me or when i wasn't sure about some shit she's kind of like go for it that reassurance goes a long way well that's a security thing for me dude if she's nervous then i know I'd buy, you know i need to back off if i'm trying to go for it you know what i mean mm-hmm I think she kind of, that's the one I'm going to listen to. That's that other little voice in my head, but that's real present. Yeah. You know, like, should I do this? This big ass jump, this big ass move, should I do it? But you got to remember, though, that um, I don't know exactly the words, but JC said it like people project their insecurities on you. No disrespect to her or anyone. Right, right. But, you know, like sometimes you, you just have to take that risk if you really believe it deep down. Whether, yeah, but you know, you know that's like, funny that you say that because my my wife is a is a creature of comfort. She don't really like change. Okay, you know what I mean. She yeah. likes things the way they are, comfortable. But I've also made some decisions where I'm like I'm the one that's not sure, and it's a big decision. And if she's riding for it and saying, "Nah, we're good," I, I'm a roll with that. Okay, because I know she really doesn't like big changes. Yeah. So she knows she feels that it's gonna work out for me. It's like, all right, that's all I needed to hear. I'm gonna roll with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So a lot of times it's a no, but it's just of the sincere appreciation of the person. Like, right. Ah, this could happen, and I don't, I don't want to feel like I guided him into it. You know. And I've been with my wife for a long time, so yeah. I gotta kind of, you know what I mean? I respect that. 
that yeah. when she says it, it's kind of like, I ain't going to tell her that. She's probably going to hear it now. But uh -oh. for me, it's like, all right, you know what I mean? I got to kind of roll with it. Yeah. You know? So it's like. So it does come to a time in, in relationships, right? Got to not vote on it, but if, if for it to flow properly, at least you got to be on the same channel, I would say. Shit. Unless you want to be a dumbass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get yourself a comfy couch, you know? <laughs> so... Aside from the childhood, do you have any any hardships that you've been through and how you overcame them? I think probably my childhood is the biggest one. That's the biggest That's one? That's probably my biggest, you know, obstacle that I've overcame. To be like a somewhat normal person now. Yeah. You know. But it, we go back to, um, it's I guess it's who you're around, you know what I mean? And what you see. Yeah. You know, because I seen a whole different world, like when I went to, to my wife's house, you know what I mean? Her mom worked, her dad at the time was a contractor, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, that shit's normal over here. Like, it's not like over there. Oh, okay. You know, and that's four blocks away from my house. Yeah. So you walk four blocks that way, and there's, there's a whole different world over there, you know? So my father-in-law helped me out a lot, my mother-in-law too, you know? Yeah, like you're now, your family is an example of kind of like maybe what you would have wanted growing up. Yeah. Crazy, huh? That's important. Yeah. That's important. Setting that example. So then there's this myth, right? Like people feel like, oh, I was in a dysfunctional family. That's why I'm dysfunctional, babe. You know? Or like. I mean, okay. They write on that. Like that's, they, a, you know, like. I mean, I could write on that shit all day and just be a piece of shit. But. Yeah. You know? At the same time, it's kind of like a lot of people are raised on love and a lot of people are raised on survival. You know what I mean? But that doesn't have to be forever. Yeah. Because things change, you know? Well, what I'm learning in these podcasts is like, I think it ultimately depends on the type of person. Like, no matter what happened in the past, they all have different outcomes. Yeah. And you can't really blame that is what I got from it. No, nah, I don't I don't think you could. I mean, you know, it could be that thing where you always go back to like it could be a motivating thing at the same time. Yeah. You know. But for me, I I I was I'll be damned if I was going to like stay like that forever. You know, or have my kids, you know, grow up like that. There's no way. There's no way for me. It was like, nah. You know, but at the same time, it's like I said, it's who you're around. Yeah, that might push you as well instead of, you know? Yeah. Never, like you said, you don't want to go back. No, nah, you don't want to go back. No backpedaling. I ride a bike forward. Puro pa adelante. Puro pa adelante, homie. If, if, if you could go back, though, what would you do differently with your life? Any part of it? I mean, I guess that goes back to, like, the conversations I have with my son. Like, don't waste time. You know, don't waste time. Like, don't play catch up. Because I felt like a lot of things that I did, I was always behind. You know, or the, the road I took was fucking way longer than everybody else's road to get to that point. You it was know? all zigzags, no? It was all zigzags. Yeah. You know, it was, it was like the long road. Whether it was because I had a kid already so young or... This ain't going this way or that way or it takes longer or yeah. I don't have this and they have that, that advantage. 
I would just say don't waste time. You know, don't waste time and just take advantage of of the opportunities that you have there and the people are there to support you. Because I think we all do that at some point, is not take advantage of the resources that we have around us. Is it a men thing, you think? We feel like sometimes we don't know how to accept the help? Yeah. That could be it. It's a pride thing. Because sometimes we, you might have a prayer and then you get that blessing in the form of another human being and you don't see it. You don't see it. <laughs> like the, this joke, uh, not a joke, let's see, uh, a scenario where the guy, everything's flooding, right? And uh, so the guy, someone comes by and offers that guy, uh, you know, here's a, a safety vest, you know, floating, right. you know. Nah, uh, God's got me. Thank you, though. Then they get the the water rises. They come in a little, you know, in a canoe or whatever. No yeah, thanks. Was, God, God's got. Yeah, I me. get it. That was God. That was God sending it to him. Then, fucking, right here <laughs> to the neck helicopter. No, right. thank you. God's got me. So then he gets to heaven. What happened, God? Like, you idiot! I sent you this. I sent you a boat. I sent you a helicopter. You know. Yeah, he didn't get it till it was too late. Yeah, you know. So. Yeah, we got to keep an eye out and know when it's... That's important. You yeah. know what I mean? You got to see what's out there, what's available for you. You know? So I think not waste time is a big one for me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, I know about that part because, shit, you, you do something wrong one time and it's so easy to fuck up. Like, fast, man. The repairs, it's like, damn. Like, just, you know, the last... The DUI, you know, I got a DUI. I've gotten away with it for so long, I thought I would never get a DUI. I got a DUI. But it took that for me to, like, be like, fuck, that's it, you know? Enough. Yeah, and I remember you were down on yourself. I shot you a message, remember? Yeah. One day. Yeah, let's go. Let me look for it. And, and you know no, what? The only no. reason I, I shot you that message is because sometimes we need to hear that kind of shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I just keep your head up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Keep your head up. You know what? And I realize I do got a lot of love. People are really actually nice, you know? Yeah. I think we like to fuck around, but then when we see shit gets real, it's like, oh shit, you know. Then comes out the kindness, you know. But yeah, some of us we like to troll, fucking play around, you talk know? shit. Yeah, I talk a lot of shit. Yeah, but when it's time to get real, it's like, right. oh, you know. Yeah, time. That's why I got here early. Can't yeah. be wasting no time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's your What's your favorite thing about your Occupation, or should I say career, or what would you call it? What you um, doing now? Well, it's a career. I would call it a career. Yeah. Because, uh, like we touched on earlier, I think a career is somewhere you could retire from, where you're not looking to go somewhere else. Um, my favorite part, shit. I think I'll come back to that one. Everything probably. I mean, it, it's a look. Okay, let's let's be real, you know? Obviously, you want a job where you make a good living. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing, you know? We get good benefits, good pay, mm-hmm. you know? All that's great, you know? But at the same time, everything needs change, you know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot of change that needs to happen in a lot of places. And that's the part. Down there, that's kind of like, uh, you see a lot of shit that you're kind of like, man, fuck this. So everyone has something like that then? Yeah. Because the truckers, we, we got stuff like that. 
Do you? you, guys, guys, you guys, I thought you, everything you, was perfect for you, you guys. You guys have your own thing, huh? También. Oh, yeah. You think Definitely. it's a lot of politics involved? That's why sometimes that's a sensitive thing to touch on. Yeah, there's a lot of politics. Yeah. You think that's what makes it complicated to fix it? Because some things just can't be discussed, so communication is not really flowing. I mean, there's ways to discuss everything. Yeah. So it's not like nothing's impossible to discuss. There's yeah. just ways to do it, the proper channels. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have touched bases on stuff like that when yeah. I tell you, hey, this or that because of this. There's ways to do it. Yeah, and then it makes sense. But me. it starts with respect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, on both ends. Because you can't be, for example, like, right now I'm at Evergreen, right? I've been at Evergreen for, like, two years already. Yeah. Evergreen Roto. Lane 5. I'll say it. Evergreen Red Roto, Lane 5. Lane 5, man. So, you know, from where I'm at, I could see the line when the truckers are coming in, right? Mm -hmm. To go out. You can't cut another trucker off because you, you're in a hurry mm -hmm. and then get to where I'm at and have that same energy with me. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. You know, if you're going to motherfuck somebody over there and then think you're going to motherfuck me when you come over here, when I don't have nothing to do with what's going on, yeah. it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You got a story you could share? Oh, man. Where do you want me to start? There's countless stories. You know what I mean? Like... Give me the, the top the top 10. Nah. Who's their worst enemy? Who's a trucker's worst enemy? Let's be real about that. Ourselves sometimes. That's exactly the, that's in my eyes, that's the, the right answer. Yeah. Because if you're willing to cut everybody off because you have an own chassis. Yeah. What do you mean, bro? You're, you guys are, that's a brotherhood in itself right there. That's been an excuse. Oh, I, I get that all the time. You know, if there's there's six six lanes over there and every lane has, I don't know, they just call it 10 trucks and you're going to come over here through the side mm -hmm. and cut everybody off and just mm -hmm. try to go in the lane mm -hmm. because you have an own chassis, mm -hmm. what's the difference? I'm still going to ask you to turn on your lights and I'm probably still going to thump your tires. Hmm. Why is that? I, th I thought you, you couldn't do that. I just can't do repairs on it. Well, you but if you that. come in the lane and you got bald ass tires and your bit and your PMs expired... Mm -hmm. And you got a can, and it's your own chassis, I'm mm -hmm. probably going to send you to the flip line. How would that work? That that would really piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> why? Well, fix your shit. But if it's my own chassis, well, That's why? why do you exactly care? why. It's not that I care. Mm -hmm. Think about it. He could be driving next to your wife. Yeah. Or next to my daughter's. Yeah. Or my wife. Mm. So is, is that a policy, or is that like a personal choice? I mean... It's to your own discretion okay. from what I hear. Yeah, because some mechanics say, oh, because if something happens, CHP will come back in here. Does CHP it, really go there's, back there's in There's cameras there? everywhere, bro. It's so easy for somebody to lose a tire and say, hey, I came out of line, lane five. Who's in lane five? George. What's up, bro? You didn't do your fucking job over here. Oh, they can backtrack like that. It's easy. Mm. So don't get too cocky because you have own chassis. Cause I mean, they know. look, they could be cocky all they want, but I'm going to tell you, if you're going to be cocky, start in the morning when you do your little, your road trip thing, check all that. Yeah. Make sure all your lights are good and your tires are good and your everything's up to date and then be as cocky as you want. Yeah. And when you come down my lane and everything's good, peace. Yeah. That's it. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought you couldn't touch that. Well. We can't. I... With the Ames chassis at, at Maersk, I thought, I was unaware that. Yeah, they uh, work on them over there. Yeah. Ames. I thought they didn't at one point. Yeah. So, so this guy was 
you know, could have flipped me. The, the newer one that's recently I've been seeing a lot is like they'll take these um, like WBCT chassis, mm -hmm. track chassis. They take them out and use them as own chassis. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done that. So it's easy to spot those. Yeah. Because they're all fucked up. You know, so it's kind of like. Can a lot, can a terminal a mechanic at a terminal keep a chassis that is normally not used there? Like let's say no, it, like a WBCT can't be left at Evergreen. So you would allow me to exit with it if it has not flats. with it, not with a can. Oh, you still make me flip. I'll make you flip, bro, in a heartbeat. I flip my own uncle, bro. And it what? <laughs> oh shit! Not personal. Yeah, yeah. I, I happen to like the guy. Yeah, but his chassis was all fucked up. So, damn. I thought that was like, you can't fuck with it. Yeah. Go to the flip line, leave the can, and take your WBCT chassis with you. You you said it was owned when you pull in the lane. It's own chassis. Yeah. So make it your own. Leave leave without the can. But I need the chassis, bro. It, it's why like, I'm doing what I got to do. Look, it's not a personal thing yeah. at the end of the day for yeah. me. Like, yeah. I'm, I don't see a trucker and say, like, hey, look, here comes fucking Luis Molina. Fuck yeah. that guy. Ah, oh, fuck, man. You know? I, like I I I can honestly tell you that there's not a time where I see a guy and I'm like yeah fuck that guy no. yeah but we already feel that we, we we already think that that's how it is because of what happens you know yeah but you know there's regulars right yeah. so there's like regulars guys that I see on a daily basis mm -hmm. you know and you could probably ask those guys like hey how such and such oh they're cool right there oh maybe what's his name over there is kind of don't go down that lane mm -hmm. or, or whatever. But you see these guys every day. You interact with them every day. What's up, bro? What's up? All yeah. Right. Boom, boom. Later. Yeah. And that's the way it's supposed to be. You know? But then you get guys like... We had a guy two weeks ago that got escorted out. Own chassis guy. Cut the line. And I go, hey, the line's back there. Oh, it's my own chassis. I'll fucking shoot you if I have to. Don't say that, bro. Oh, man. Don't say that. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't do that to yourself. It's not like I'm going to say, oh, fuck, yeah, come, go ahead. Sorry. Mm -hmm. Don't do that to yourself. Mm -hmm. For what? And he got bounced out of there, got banned. It could have been worse for him. Yeah. Well, but they what? asked, do you guys want to call PD? And we're like, nah. Yeah. They're like, you think he has a pistol? I'm like, he don't have a gun. If he mm -hmm. had a gun, he wouldn't be announcing he had a gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just get him out of here. Yeah. A guy pulled one out at APL, I think, a while back. Did you hear about that one? No. Yeah. PD went in there with a quickness. And he had, he actually had a gun? Yeah. Yeah, he got arrested. That's stupid. Yeah. That's fucking dumb. We get a lot of racist shit, too, though. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of racist shit from a lot of dudes. You get racist shit? Yeah. From the drivers? Yeah, I heard, like, because, you know, like, from the white boys or mm -hmm. even, mm -hmm. like, like I don't know if you see now, there's a lot of Koreans. Yeah. Those dudes are crazy, bro. They are. Those dudes are crazy. You think uh, they just play dumb sometimes? They don't speak a, a lick yeah. of English when they pull in, but the minute... They Something don't go in their favor. Perfect the, English. Orale. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're fat, wet back, this, that. Fuck you, your mom. What? Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> How did that escalate so quickly? Quick. You got an expired BIT. Okay, okay. Ah, oh, man. True wake up call right here. So, own chassis doesn't give you the right to kind of bypass dick. everything. To be a dick. No, to bypass everything. Yeah. Okay, and be a fucking dick. Yeah, it doesn't. I just want to touch that a little more. Okay. Own chassis. 
it's at, at the discretion of the mechanic or it's company I mean, policy? I, I look, I've asked this question before to, you know, whoever I have to ask it to. Yes. And it's like, hey, if it's that bad, yeah, flip them. It's that simple. So the way it works with the terminal chassis, it should work with your own chassis because you would flip a terminal chassis if it's bad. Yeah. So then the same applies to your own chassis. That doesn't make it a, a, a pass. It doesn't. For, on safety is what Dude, you're saying. The right? own chassis are some of the worst chassis that yeah. come through there. Yeah. Like if you have two twist locks in the back and yeah. the front of your shit's cut off because they were going to repair it and they didn't and then you want to come get a can. Come on, bro. Let's be real here. Yeah. Like I'm not going to let you ride like that. Yeah. I'm not going to let you ride like that. That's just, that's like you putting one lug nut on your wheel and like, hopefully I make it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a lot of the shit's common sense. Okay. That's clear. And um, how do you find the ones that, because at, you were at Merce for some time? I was mm-hmm. at Merce for a little while. Because I ran that one a couple times, but then you guys started getting slick and keep an eye on us. Make sure we made that left. That's know? what we do at Evergreen. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because you make the left there, too. Yeah, yeah. And some guys just like... Yeah. And how do you communicate with that? You got radios? Yeah, we have radios. You let the clerks know at the outgate? Yeah, just what? let them know at the outgate. What if you're already printed a ticket? You can't really keep me anymore, right? The yeah, transaction's turn, done. turn you back in, bro. But I got a good ticket now. Like That's my... Okay, so look... It it's ha- like a finish line. Once I get that ticket, I thought I was good. And then you get... I, that's you, what I would haul ass at Merce to get out. Yeah, but see, Merce a little different. I mean, Evergreen's a little different now because mm-hmm. they have two gates. Oh, yeah. That open and close. So by that time, I could easily jump in the little service truck and just cut you off right there or just call on the radio. Which they did at at 8 p.m. for me, yeah. Yeah, I had a guy yesterday that I flipped, and, um, you know, he made that right, and I just kind of watched him. Mm -hmm. So then I just pulled up. I'm like, what's up, bro? And he's like, oh, I thought you said if I can get out, I'm good. I'm like, why would I say that? (laughs) Like, where's my sticker at? And he pulls it out of his pocket. like, Uh, You know, so I just told the guard right there, like, hey, just this guy has to go to the flip line. Yeah. What about if we go back around, we choose another lane? I mean, look. We could try. You know? Hey. Well, what are the tricks that we think we're slick and you catch them already? They're that all outdated. One. They're yeah. outdated. Yeah, like that one, like they'll they'll wait and like go down another lane. Uh-huh. Or some dudes are slick. They'll kind of like park where they can watch you. And mm-hmm. if I go to break, they're like, hey, this was gone. Yeah. Boom, they'll yeah. try it. So that yeah, one, I mean, uh, that one's worth that one's pretty good. I oh, mean, I would shit. have to give it to him for that yeah, one. Yeah, okay. you know, not the other lane one. Like just go around and switch another lane. Like that one don't really work because most of the time we can see who's going by. Yeah. But waiting for me to go on break is a is a pretty good one, I think. Yeah. You know, unless I just like get on the group text and say, "Hey, this Contenedos truck with yeah. this color can, watch them." Yeah. That well, now you're catching on, so. You know? Yeah, I'm not gonna give up all the all the all the secrets. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Reward the guys that are watching, you know? They're doing their, their part to absorb the the info and hopefully we'll I don't know, contribute to some good. How about we know? just start like at the you know, just start when everybody when you get there, just kinda wait a little bit. Just like, oh come on, this lane's open, boom. Mm-hmm. Like all the other shit, like how are you on this lane? But you want to jump in lane two, you know you're not even going to make it. Yeah, fuck up the rotation. Fuck up everybody, cut everybody off, and then... And then lane two doesn't move, and now everyone's stuck behind Yeah, you. that's why I tell dudes, like, hey, bro, just wait back there, because it's easier for me to call you. Yeah. And you're going to make it through. I go, if that guy calls you, you're not going to make it. He's going to block the lane, and then everybody starts honking, like, that makes a difference. Yeah. 
at Maersk, I would I would dislike when I wouldn't make it out like at four forty five muscle menos. I may be wrong at the exact time, but they would put the cones up, bro. Right. Yeah. I'm like, Why? isn't it amazing though that a, a cone or a trash can could stop that big ass truck? Not me, because I would get off and move the cone. <laughs> well, that's what I'm really saying. That. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, it, it's always stressful, bro, because we already went through like you know the whole right. like, find the fucking chassis to make it out on time. We might have plans for dinner or something. Okay, you know? let, let me ask you this, Things, like, because oh, I know bro. you'll answer this one. So when you guys get a chassis, right? Yeah. Do you guys even look at the bit? Like, do the guys say, for example, you when you were go get a, a port chassis? Mm-hmm. Did you like kind of look at the bit or like, oh, this shit has flats or whatever? I do, but I I start off really really good. Like I'm by the book, everything, you know, good bit. Uh, the federal too, because the federal overrides, so I could have a good bit, but expired federal, ya vali verga. Right. So I always made sure those two were good, and then I also confirmed the the bit sticker i would open up the paperwork and see if it matches because sometimes we'd be swapping stickers and yeah because you'll have like an evergreen chassis with the um flexi and i'm like come on bro you guys know. <laughs> yeah yeah or the dates the math is all wrong bro like oh man. I, I guess i asked that question because sometimes like i see dudes come through and i'm like like i wouldn't even got that motherfucker like that shit but sometimes that's up. all there is so it's like okay i did my best i could there ain't shit I guess I'm a, I can't get picky anymore. Yeah. Hopefully, the guy at the roto, if he does stop me, he'll fix it. Right. We'll, we'll, at that point, we're hoping that you will fix it. And w- most of us have the impression that... We're lazy? That you flip us because it's easier to flip us instead of changing three tires, you know? No. But there's there's things to it. Yeah, so I guess, some, you know what? Well, I, I, well, I don't like you. You gave me an attitude. Go flip. Nah. You know? Like, look... There's bad apples everywhere, right? Yeah. Bad apples in trucking. Like, you go to McDonald's, there's a bad apple. Like, anywhere you go, there's bad apples, you know? Yeah. And, like, I will say that there's a lot of dudes out there, like, mechanics, they're fucking lazy as fuck. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're lazy as fuck. And it's even, like, you know what I mean? We call our own people out, like, yeah, bro, what the fuck? Like, yeah. what's up? Some like to fuck with us. See, they'll be like this. They'll be, like, reading the paper and, and, you know? They know you're coming, but they're, like, right there, like, just doing their thing. So, you, so I would assume, like, homeboy doesn't give a fuck right now. He's on his break, just chilling, reading something. Y le doy. But if I don't stop, what the, what yeah. the fuck? Like, well, you set me up. Like, you right, want to right, fuck right. with me. Like, come on, bro, I can't read your mind. Like, you're either working or you're not. And if you're not working, why should I stop? That's, you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's some I think they get a they have fun with it, bro. I, look, you know I, I mean? just think for the most part, I just think like if you're gonna go through roto, just kind of stop. You know what I yeah. mean? Because a lot of times what we're looking for is to make sure you have brake lights. Yeah. Just, I guess I'm gonna say play the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. At that point, I was assuming he wasn't checking lights because he was just all, check the lights. Eyes on the paper, you know. Even like on chassis, you know, if I see a chassis come through that looks like in good shape, whatever, I just like. Just give me that courtesy to just kind of stop real quick, so and then are right, yeah. you good to go? Like, excuse me. The um, without you know jeopardizing your your position or whatever, is there any way you can share the basics of how like chassis companies might work? Like, here's my understanding. Um, I I pull up, I have three flats. You make me flip. Because that owner of that chassis 
only approves two repairs. So you're because of your your three repairs, you're asked out. Sorry, bro, it's not me, right? Well, it's not based on the repair. It's based on time. Okay. So when, when you guys see, like, say, for example, you come in and you see us filling out that little log as we're doing a, a, a bit or even changing lights on your chassis. Yeah. So all that's like an amount of time. Yeah. Per light, per tire, whatever. So, for example, Flexi and DCLI. Yeah. They don't want you to put, I, I believe it's two and a half hours without it being approved because they want to audit the chassis to make sure that whatever you did, it yeah. actually needed. But you see the situation we're in. I don't think oh, yeah, it's, no, it's I, something that we can. Right. Like, no, that's like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, in other words, it's not my problem. Yeah. You know, I, I see where that's it. But that's I mean, that's a good. Maybe you should get one of those guys in here. Like, yeah, a, that's like a big issue. Like the supply chain is like pretty much bleeding out and it's the scarcity of equipment. In reality, I think the equipment's there. It's just not repaired or approved. Like, it's so yeah, frustrating it. to be looking for a chassis and all the ones that are stacked, they're not approved for repairs. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going on? Hey, like I said. That and now we got to interact with you and we think you don't want to. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, mean? this guy's fucking lazy. Like, yeah. No, nah, like, that's a big a big factor in it, mm-hmm. you know, is not being able to, you know, put the hours on it mm-hmm. without it being approved. You know, like, for example, like Evergreen used to have a secondary roto that which was strictly for bits and PMs. Yeah. They did away with that. Yeah. That's not there anymore. Yeah. All that gets done in the lane. Yeah. They act like we got time. The supply chain has time to wait for approvals. Like, yeah. Well, so that brings me to the other question about how can we know when, when, when the reason for a flip or whatever is legitimate, you know, because it's hard to know. A lot of times we think it's personal. So how can we know? What's the basic uh, tip you can give us so that we... That's that's a hard one. Yeah. Because I, it would be based on only me. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, that's If I flip than, you, yeah. like 99.9% is going to be because it was fucked up. I can't do the, the actual repair there. Yeah. You know, that's the easiest way I can put it. Because I can't really speak for nobody else, you know. But, if you know, if, obviously, if you come in a lane acting like a fucking asshole because somebody cut you off over there, you're going to be an asshole to the mechanic. He might flip you because you're acting like an asshole. It's not that hard to, to know. Here's another myth that, or it may be a myth, okay, that, the, you know, because in the union we hear a lot about, like, oh, job security and whatnot, right? So... You look out for each other. So like a clerk, he'll be upset if, if the dock signal does the clerking job, right? So, the, the well, ah, I don't know. This one's a little out there, but we truckers believe sometimes that if the flip line is slow that day, that there's some kind of like, you know, internal affair going on. Like, hey, send us some work. Oh, like know? we have like a, soup, a secret group text and we're like, hey, yeah. today's the day. Hey, Bob, we, we, we're slow over here. Send us some, you know. Okay, so... All right, sure. I'll clear it up. Look, this guy looked at me funny. From, from what I know? Yeah. So, look, we don't have interaction with regular Longshore. No. Okay. Like, we don't have, like, a, like a morning meeting yeah. with regular Longshore where it's like, hey, today it's slow over here. Like so a pact. Sure, yeah. Okay. You know, make sure you guys send some work. Oh, okay. It doesn't work like that. Okay. You know, when I we get to work in the morning, we get dispatched from our lead man, which is another 
member of the union and we work for the same company. Yeah. So we don't we don't have like a a, a joint meeting with say the clerk or with whoever over there where we're like, oh yeah, today we're gonna send you X amount of whatever because you guys are slow. It doesn't work like that. Yeah. That's bullshit. It's good though. That's a good way to think. Like, oh, these fools are slow. Oh, yeah. You know, no, it doesn't work like that. If you guys heard my three paws, excuse me. I apologize. <laughs> I have another one. And if these questions are, you know, I understand. We we got, you know what I mean. Uh, there's some stuff you can't answer. So, uh, when there's long lines back then, for example, there would be. Everything's flowing smoothly, but for some reason we heard word on the street that the mechanics are upset about something. And now we're stuck in this long line, and, and I feel like they were using us as an example. Like, look what we can do. We could fuck shit up if you don't give us what we want or because of this injustice. But it affected us, and that would piss me off, based on the information I received. So is there anything you want to say about that? No? I mean, I can't... I can't um I've never been a part of that, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't, I mean, I could see where it could easily be done. Mm -hmm. But personally, I've never been involved with doing that. Mm -hmm. So I, you know what I mean? I couldn't say that it's a... Uh, you think, or sometimes you think it just happens to be that by coincidence, all, all those roads really had a lot of work, you know? And could be. When they are uh, working the chassis in them, right? Because they don't always send them to flip, huh? No. You don't okay. always send to flip. Okay. Can you mention the like the the top things that will get you flipped so we can look out for that? Bald ass tires, your lights don't work. If your leaf spring hanger is coming off. Leaf spring hanger. Okay. Like you can't go nowhere, bro. <laughs> like yeah. that's common sense. Yeah, yeah. I have a video on my phone, I'll show you after the thing that's yeah. fucking ridiculous. And he went for it. He tried it. He wanted to. Yeah. All the Masvoya No, I can't. We mean, like, yeah. motherfucker, that's where I live. I don't watch your ass over there. That shit. <laughs> you don't fall. No no compassion when we go into the Yarda. Everyone's nah. going to the Yarda. Everybody huh? is. Yeah. Even the dudes from, uh, what is that company? C CRST or something? They're like uh -huh. right across the street from Evergreen. Okay. I'm going to the yard. No, you're not today. You're not. You were going to the yard, but like, nah, bro, let's be fucking real here. Because right now I might be going to the yard, but Monday it might be going to Somewhere Ontario. Else. Yeah. Ah, okay. You know, but like I said, like bald ass tires, yeah. you know what I mean? No lights. You know, like the twist locks are gone in the front and you have tape on them. Or I've seen what I've seen tape, I've seen stickers, black trash bags. Um, what else have I seen? Foam spray, you know that foam spray? Oh, wow. Foam spray. I oh, thought that one was pretty the good. The on another level right there. But man. I was thinking, this motherfucker have foam spray on him? Like, yeah. where'd you get the foam spray from? They're creative. You know, zip ties, mm -hmm. bungee cords, uh, coffee cups. And these were for what? To make it appear roadworthy? or I guess it's so I don't kind of see something's missing there. Yeah. You know, it don't have a twist pin in there. The do, you, do, do you catch the spray painted tires when you guys put them B.O. and they're spray okay, painted so black? That's funny that you said that. I recommend flat black guys. Because we just had a, a guy come through <laughs> with all of them. He had all the tires have flat spots, all eight. Uh, and they I were bad, bro. You I know what I mean? I hate when that happens. And same thing, they were X'd out, mm -hmm. PO, and he spray painted them. Yeah. Shout out to that Chucho right there. I go, man. he tried. I go, hey, yeah. the motherfucker tried. You know what I'm saying? You got to give it to him for that. Yeah. 
you know. But then I look at his hands, and his hands are just black. Oh, that's where you <laughs> fucked up, bro. Yeah. Or they do the grease. Like, I'll tell the guys, don't do the grease, bro. The grease over the bit sticker, like, that doesn't fucking work. We don't have something sometimes, so we just go under the chassis. Yeah, and just, I'm like, really? Like, that's like the most obvious thing you can do. Or they turn the four into an eight, you know? Ooh. I see a lot of that. Magician. Shit. Once I see you guys go into the catwalk area and you make me stop and you go in there, I'm like, oh, this guy's going to be a strict one. Yeah, valio. Yeah, valio. Damn. You know? I mean. But when I make it past you and, and then it's at the point where you're just checking the lights and, and the thumb, I have a higher chance. Do a little smile. Sometimes they don't smile Throw back. Throw the peace sign? Yeah. Like, my friend, <laughs> please. <laughs> Yeah, I'm telling you, like when my <laughs> uncle, my uncle came through there, he I guess he thought he had a pass or something, and I was like, nah, it doesn't fucking work like that. I wonder, are you guys still cool after that? I would have been like, yeah, I don't he know. came over there last week or yeah. two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You think that would have been? How did that go? He, he was upset that day a little bit, maybe. He he thought I was joking at first. Oh shit! You know when yeah. he seen me like kind of put the flip sticker on there, and he was kind of like, ah, you know. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, uncle, this one has to go over there. ¿Por qué? Sobrino, ¿qué know? pasó? It was kind of like, what? You know? Mm. And he, he waited for a second. He was kind of like, damn, like crack a smile. Like, are you joking? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, go ahead and go this way. And just kind of oh, looked at man. me like, fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But like he was over there, uh, I think two weeks ago, he was over there a couple times and I seen him. He chose another lane this time. No, he came in my lane. Oh, What's yeah? up, Sobrino? And I'm like, oh, fool, don't start talking. Just keep going, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> Or maybe that's what it was, too. You can't, you know, everyone equal. Everyone. That'll get you caught up real quick, too, that favoritism shit, right? I mean... There's probably even people in not uh, within your circle in that line of work. There's probably every every job, I feel, it has a hater in it. There's always someone waiting for you to fuck up. And I don't know what they get from that's that. That's automatic. You know? Some dudes have no problem fucking kissing ass, bro. Yeah. I, I don't kiss ass. I'm just there to do my job. If I'm doing my job, there's no reason for me to kiss your ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm doing my job to the best of my ability. Like, I don't have no reason to try to get anything extra for you. Mm -hmm. It's like Monopoly. I just go, pass go, get my money, and go home. Yeah. That's it. It's not nothing personal. Why? Um, sometimes they made they made me flip because they had uh, the federal was expired. Because mm -hmm. they said that takes longer. Is that true? Yeah. The federal takes a little longer than the bit. Because you got to go under there and you got to check the brake pads, make sure they're still in good condition. You got to yeah. grease everything up, all the grease points. Mm -hmm. Tires obviously have to be good on a bit. Um, it's recommended too. You mm -hmm. check the tires, make sure they're all in good shape. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it takes longer. You think there will come a time when technology kind of helps you guys in a way that because uh, the fake BIT stickers and all that. Imagine there's like a QR code with each chassis and you just scan it and you know it's valid. Or, I yeah, that would probably be a little might be going too much into it but you know what i mean i mean i know some 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 truckers would like to just see us out of there mm -hmm. period because like they're for the automation yeah but i don't think they realize how much automation would hurt them too yeah you know i think that's a double-edged sword right there when like when i go on your on your on your post on ig i'll kind of be like lurking and like yeah. reading the comment and it's funny sometimes because i'm like like these dudes it's a comment, bro. You're just typing a gang of bullshit. Yeah. But you didn't even think about it. Yeah, I think uh, a lot of uh, people know it gets under your skin, so they just run with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit don't bother me. Yeah. You know, it don't bother me at all. 
I realized that it, it, it'll come for us too. We just don't know when. When they did the the M and M agreement, they didn't know when, but they yeah. did it. So and then now it's that time. Well, you know, I caught so, I caught a lot of shit from like from a lot of the like like company members and like the a lot of union members too because I worked on on some of that automated shit at Maersk. Yeah. When they were putting those platforms on, and it's kind of like you guys are helping the problem. Yeah. I'm like. I'm doing my job, bro. But I think that was one of the conditions for the M&M agreement that you it can implement it but keep you guys involved yeah. in one way or another. Yeah. So Merch is still going up. They're putting up more platforms now. Yeah. For the automated um part of the cranes. Well, who knows because you know, popul- the population has risen. Um now we got these vessels that could carry like 18,000 TUs yeah, or megas. more. So in a way, some people say that automation helps cover the stuff we can't cover. But who knows, you know? Because now they're doing this rail thing. So some right. truckers are losing the Lambridge job going up to the rail. So, But the power of these companies, like the power to close a street. You know, 9th Street on the way to Madsen, where you go through the back? Yeah. Like that street is closed now. It's like, just like that, you know? That's all rail. But... So... I guess what would be the the point of view for the trucker, um, like for the electric trucks, because mm-hmm. we're starting to see a lot of them come through there now. So do you guys think that a phase out the regular truck and at at some point everything's going to have to be electric? Well, if you re- demand something, make sure you have the infrastructure for it to begin with. And then it, it's all capitalism at the end of the day. So, a lot of stuff is contradictory. Have you seen a, a a Tesla on the side of the road getting charged up by a gas powered generator? Yeah, that's funny. Huh? You know, like the, the <laughs> yeah crazy shit we see. So, it's gonna change the game a lot. Like a lot of people that don't do their math right, I know they're gonna get fucked. I could tell you that. Right. For example, if you're used to doing your operation cost per mile based on the value of uh, based on the cost of fuel. We know those. We know how to gauge that. Like right. We know if that's a good deal. It's like doing cash deals all the time in whatever transaction you're doing. And then the next day, they uh, enforced you going crypto. You don't know shit about crypto. You don't right. know nothing about blockchain. How do you charge? How much? How do I know I'm getting the best bang for my buck? We need to learn all that. And I think it's too soon to just dive into it, you know? And... The people requesting that, they're not even tree huggers themselves. It's just like a money move, I think. I don't know. Yeah, I think a lot of the shit's a lot of, it's a money move. Right? Yeah, of course. So, yeah, so we should definitely do our research. No matter what happens, I think it's simple, man. Knowledge. Learn the most you can about that when it comes time to that. Right, right. And don't get fucked. Yeah, because I see a lot of our jobs will probably go away. I yeah. know a lot of the automation has took took away like the a lot of longshore jobs. Yeah. Like at LBCT, how they're they're running, you know. From from what I hear from a lot of guys, it's like oh, before it was X amount of guys on this side, now it's only this many or whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, I think that'll hurt everybody at some point, you know. But we gotta catch up to the times. Well, overall, like aside from longshoremen or trucking or or teachers or any career overall i think like mankind will be the creator of its own destruction like right. we don't have any 
No tienen llenadera, bro. We don't. Like, we don't. That's, that's a fact. A simple example, like, uh, material things. Every year, a new model of a pickup. Like, why does, you know, like, it's like a norm. Like, you need, you need to have, consume, consume, consume. Right. Right? The problem with that, like, I could see us being, like, there's not going to be no middle class. Like, the working class, we're, we're done with, if that takes over. Like, how... How can we contribute to the economy, like, if we don't have jobs, you know? Yeah. And and robots, then they're not contributing. They're just making the wealthy richer, and we're just going to be way at the bottom, bro. I could see it getting like that. Monkeys it's in the barrel. It's fucking depressing, but we could still do something. But you know what? It's not going to work if we don't get along. It's fucking not going to work. I, I promise you that. Because all along, we're going at each other. Because I'm guilty of that. When I started, I follow the the stories, you know, or the OGs that been in it. Oh, it's que estos, you know, estos that, this guy's yeah. that. And so then we adopt that. And then one of you guys treats us wrong, and then that confirms it. Oh, it's right, true. Right, right, right. It's true. So now we see all of them the same. And it's never going to end, man. It feels like that now. Um, so all along, working class going at each other. We're happy the automation comes in. Ha, ha. But we don't know. It's coming to us, you right, know. Right, right. It's like uh, you seen though those the that artwork where there's a guy at the cliff and there's a, a a board, and he's at the edge of the cliff. He's standing on it, right? And there's another guy standing on the on the tabla, and the guy on the edge he he like shoots the guy that's holding them balance. The counterweight. Yeah. Yeah. So then everyone goes down. Yeah. It's like we're not doing ourselves any favors. Yeah. But. I mean, do you think we could ever get along? And I'm not saying we because I don't have a fucking problem with nobody. Yeah, yeah. No, but just in speaking, general. Like, you know what I mean? Let's face speaking? it. It's, 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 there's something going on. Like, yeah. people don't like each other. Yeah. You know? But it, it's all to communication. Even something like like to, like the supply chain. There's no communication. That's why it's a fucking mess. También. So yeah. it, imagine humans, even worse. And pride, ego. And then, because I ask questions, it's like, well, so so this and that. Or, oh, it's because they didn't order enough longshoremen. It's always they. Like, who's that's they? A, that's a true I wanna, statement, though. But I want to put a face on it. Who's they? Let me know where to go and ask the questions then. It's not you. Right. So who can I ask? I just want to talk. Like, pick your brain. Right. So meanwhile, we're going at each other, and it's like, imagine this royalty up above looking down at the pit, and we're just going, like, hmm. It's... You know, we're blaming each other, and this guy's up there just chilling. Collecting the check. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I think we need to normalize now. Put a face on, on these terminals, in my opinion. So, you know, okay, like, I guess with me, like, I always wonder, you know, I can usually tell who's hourly and who's per load. By how they take the speed bumps. No, I could just, just their, their demeanor. Mm. You can see who's hourly, because they're just kind of... Mm -hmm. cruising so for me it's like how come everybody's not hourly yeah with with you guys wouldn't i think that would solve like a huge part of the bullshit it could in a way but i think we're treated less than because i've heard you guys aren't unionized you're not organized so therefore it's like we deserve to get treated like shit you know no nah, i wouldn't and agree with that statement yeah i wouldn't agree with that statement because you know what i mean 
Like, Look, I've always had a union job. Like I, I'm, I'm pro union. Yeah, I've always had a union job, but that's because in the industry that I've been in, I've seen the difference. Like if you can go get a welding job over here, and they're gonna pay you this much, but over here at union they pay a little bit more. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to see that. Maybe for you guys it's not because it's it's so big, but you know one of my buddies is a is a he's union he's Teamsters. Yeah. He drives trucks, and um, I see he makes like he makes he makes good money. He has a good life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, why wouldn't it be easy for everybody to just say? Oh, I see that that's good and all, but in a way, it's like think of what happened to minimum wage. Before minimum wage, like it was different, the pricing and all that. Now they give you the minimum. So if if it comes to that, it's like you you they put a cap on your capabilities like this is what we pay but your right. union you know right so as to right now that's ind- not true independent though. contractors we could like you know but we fuck each other that's the problem but we could if we really wanted to we we could we could run this bitch like like you guys do but we would have to team up right and that's the where it's hard because we want unity but then in our name itself there's separation it's called independent contractor we call them scabs yeah yeah, we call them scabs. That's what we but call. But we're not a part of your union, so yeah. we're not. No, no, we, I'm saying we, like we with us, like if if um like for example like the work that gets farmed out or whatever, or like say we would have a, a lockout oh, and they okay. bring other people yeah. in to do our job because yeah. and they're non-union, then they're scabs. Okay. Not you guys because most truckers are not are not union. Yeah, but I could see what you mean with that. It's like you're the reason shit's fucked up. Like you should have stopped with us, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if they see us like that when they do those, um, when they walk in front of, you know. Oh, like a picket? Yeah, picket. Yeah. Is, is there a different terminology? Because sometimes I call it strikes. Sometimes I call, they it, call it a strike. Boycotts or. They call what, it like. Do you know the differences? Lockout, picket. Yeah. Okay. To me, it seems like it's all the same shit. Yeah. Somebody's not agreeing with something. And... It is the, it's the, the excuse, uh, I got to feed my family, uh, one that sits well for a scab. That's still not no, a valid excuse? That's not a valid excuse. No. If you're part of a union, you're part of a union, bro. Union means together, right? Yes. So we're all going to get fucked together, and then we're all going to get the benefit together. That's just it. And, but the scab will get the benefit, too. For for the little while. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, if you're okay wearing that jacket, go for it. It doesn't sound like a cool one. To I, don't, I don't want to wear that <laughs> one. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm cool. I don't need that one. Yeah. So word gets around, you know, you know who's down with it, who's not. Oh, there's guys like uh, when like they fuck up your whole probably yeah, career there, in there. Yeah, there was a lockout um like a few years ago. I want to say like three years ago or something like that. And there was a guy, they posted him up like on Facebook, like mm-hmm. on a long short page, like fuck this guy because he was running a, a top, mm-hmm. you know. So they a lot of people weren't happy with that shit. So it's not worth it, even if they paid him triple that day. It's not worth well, the repercussions. No, it's not. Because then you become you're a piece of shit. Yeah. Who wants to be a piece of shit? You know what I mean? It's like betrayal then. It, this shit is real, bro. Like yeah. the union shit, when you say you're from the union, you're from the union. Like yeah. th- that's a brotherhood right there. Yeah. That's just it. What's the magic uh, sauce that keeps it together, you think? Just the fact that it pays good and you want to I mean, I think that? It, you want to keep that? Or? I think it pays. I think it's because of the pay too. And, it like and a culture it, thing? It's a culture thing, yeah. you know, to belong to something yeah. that's that big. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How can truckers do that, you think? I mean, Teamsters Union is who? It's bigger than the Longshore Union. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's there. Then, okay. 
respectfully, why haven't they done anything in the ports then? The Teamsters? Yeah. That's a good question. By now, I mean, by I, now, if they're bigger than ILWU, that that something should have changed already, right? I mean, the I know the iron workers tried. Mm-hmm. They try to like stake their claim on a lot of shit out there at the port. Yeah, because they used to be out there, like the offloads and you know, like the shit I was doing, raising mm-hmm. the cranes and all that. Mm-hmm. That's who used to do it before. Mm-hmm. But it, it's like, so who do you want out here? You want them or you want us to do it? So yeah. the union fought for us to get that that jurisdiction. Where you're not from Local 13, you're not going to come do that work. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because with Teamsters, I feel like they're doing what they're doing. Um, but I feel they don't really represent owner-operators. That's all it is. You know? Nothing against them. Yeah, I think it's more big, bigger companies that are unionized. You're yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I, so, I, I, I have never it, seen a guy that's like an owner-operator yeah, but is a, yeah. is a Teamster. I don't want to put words in their mouth, but it just feels like... This is an assumption, and I'll take the full responsibility for it, that they would like everyone to be an employee. So that puts, like, independent uh, people that are investing in a dream because we get our own authority. We hope someday we could make it, get get a couple trucks. You know what I mean? Right. So they're, like, squashing on that based on their belief. But we have our belief. We want to stay independent. But in a way, uh, our belief works against us because being independent comes with a lot of things, Right. It doesn't guarantee unity. Right. So it's like, yeah, it's complicated. I, I guess for me, my my um, my um view on it, I guess I would be like, I think it would be easier to be like mm-hmm. work for a unionized company mm-hmm. as a trucker because the repair on the truck is not yours. The wear and tear is not yours. Yeah. All that's not yours. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to get maybe a little, I don't know what you guys make, but I'm going to say you're going to get a little better pay benefits for your family. Yeah. And that's guaranteed. Yeah. So why would that not be a better Yeah, we got to look avenue. at that as well. Do our numbers. Because sometimes there was years when, if I look back and I'm honest with you, it, it felt like, sure, I made 140 grand, but let's look at what I really took home. Right. So it's kind of like an optical illusion. Just because you made that doesn't I, mean I agree you with made you. that. I Does agree with you sense? 100% because, look, um, when I started off in this industry, I would work weekends double shift everything wherever it was at man i went to ecuador before bro wow. costa rica on a ship for for a month this job provides that not not with the longshore job okay. before i was machinist union when yeah, i was yeah. just a welder and wherever the money was at i was going to chase it if i got out of one job and i knew that a ship had came in that we're going to repair on with another company i was on and when i got in down here i go okay well I'm going to work less, not in the sense of physically mm-hmm. work less, but if I can't make it on my five days, I'm doing something wrong. And there's dudes that I work with now that they work seven days a week and double back regular longshore jobs. Yeah. And they talk about why well, I brought home this. I'm like, well, what really did you bring home? Because you pay taxes on it and you're probably going to get taxed at the end of the year. Yeah. So like you said, it's an illusion. Yeah. If you can't make it on five days with this job, you're doing something wrong. I saw something. It's like work five days. Let's just a random number. Work five days, uh, three grand. You know. Right. Uh, work six days, uh, twenty five hundred. <laughs> like yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> that one day difference. Yeah, because you get tax. You we know yeah. taxes are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Plus, I you know what? Look, if anything, that like this whole COVID bullshit has taught me is how to be home. Mm. That's really what I gained from it. 
is being home, being comfortable at home, in my space. No cabin fever? Nah. I, I, I just, it, it calmed me down. Mm. You know what I mean? Just to just be able to be home, be in my garage working on shit or kicking it with my wife, with my kids, whatever, just to be there at home. Yeah. That's what I think I've learned from that shit. And to see these guys still wanting the two extra days or the extra shift, to me, is like, fuck, you fuckers don't want to be home? So it's like um, everyone makes their bed at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I, I stand with that, the whole either side. It It's just hard, bro, to nothing will ever be perfect. I already accepted that, but. Let us have our position and whatever uh, dignity can come with that. Like, let's just respect that, you know. That's the word right there, though. Yeah. It has to start with respect on yeah. both ends. Yeah. That's where it has to start. You know what I mean? It starts with respect over here when you see nobody disrespecting each other over there in that line because everybody's trying to go to the same place. And when you get to us, the respect's still there. Yeah. But if you're being a fucking dick over there. So it's like, dang, that we don't care about his own brother, his own coworker. How are you going to pull up over here and tell me how it's going to be? Yeah. Can't even wait for that, man. Can't wait two minutes for that guy? And if it's the other way around, then they're upset. And it's always, it always matters when it happens to you. Because I've seen people, they never get stuck. And the minute they get stuck, man, this is bullshit. We got to change this. Yeah. <laughs> Your first time getting stuck, bro? Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> I've told them guys before, like, hey, just let's be clear. You're not mad at me. Like, you're yeah. not pissed off at me right now. You just got here. Yeah. You know, whatever bullshit happened over there with the clerk, with the top, whatever, or this guy cut you off, mm -hmm. it wasn't me. You just got here. Like, literally, your whole day could change on how you pulled up right here. Yeah. Because I could easily be like, all right, you're cool. You're gone. Yeah. I want you to like me, bro. Hey. <laughs> well, respect goes a long way. And a guy told me straight up, hey, he could have flipped me. And, and he's like, he, he he actually took it off after. No names. But he took it off. He's like, you know what? Because I, I, the, the approach, you know? And then maybe he was having a bad day. I don't know. But then I, the way I talked to him, like, and it wasn't, I was kind of already like, at this point, I was practicing respect no matter what. Not, right. to, not to take it personal, you know? Right. And then, so you flipped it on him. Yeah. Okay. So sometimes someone will come at you like that, and then you 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 know what I mean. And then they kind of think about it. They catch themselves, right. and then like. What what trip out? I have a guy. He's a trucker. He's a regular right there. I have flipped him one time, and he motherfucked me as I flipped him. You know. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Cool, whatever." Like you're still going. You know what I mean? Like your words, they're just words. Whatever. Couple of days later, he came back and he apologized. He said, "Hey, bro, you know what? Honestly, I was having a fucked up day." Yeah, yeah. A he lot goes, of us are, but we need to know, learn not to take it on yeah. each other. He goes, and if I came off like that, he was yeah. like, "It's my bad." He goes, like, honestly, he goes, but when I left, I kind of was thinking, like, "Damn." Yeah. And I go, look, honestly, cool. Thank you for apologizing. You know yeah. what I mean? And like, but now you gotta go apologize to the guy behind you because you know what I did when you left? I flipped him. Nah. Damn. <laughs> 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 fucked up. That's a novella right there. Yeah, so it's like, you know, respect, I think, is the, the, the... I keep it real, you know, like, damn, for real, man, that sucks. Like, I really I really thought I was going to get out, man. You know, I made it before the lunch, but I understand, you know, you're doing your hey, job, so you know. Sometimes, like, 
you can't help it but to feel bad. When you have a dude tell you, damn, bro, I've been here since fucking 7 o'clock. Yeah. And then you're just kind of yeah. like, damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I have showed you guys the tickets before. Like, look, bro, I'm not lying. Because I know there's probably people that lie, like, to do whatever they can yeah. to get out of there, you know? But... Like the fake uh, bit stickers, those are clean. I, I give it to them for that. Oh, I don't know about those, man. Yeah, yeah there's some fake ones. Yeah. I'm like, damn, these motherfuckers <laughs> are good. Like, yeah, did they have a website on there? I don't know. They have like <laughs> fake ones. They have yeah. what else have I seen? Fake PMs. The fake PM stickers are too obvious because yeah, they're printed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, these fuckers really try to get out of here, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. You know what I mean? But I guess you do what you gotta do. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna show you an uh, an item and see if that brings a memory of anything or if you could tell a story based on just what you see. Okay. All right, hold up. He says he's a mechanic. Do you know what that is? It's a wheel stud in a clamp. All right. What, what you got anything to say about that? I mean, what do you want to know about it? Why the heck are the, the, the some chassis tires look wobbly like they're That's about because to fall the off. motherfucker that put the fucking tire on didn't take his time to like tie this one, this one, this one, sink it in right, and then lock them down. Mm. That's why you see the tires like that, mm -hmm. which is easy to not let it go out like that. But I have had guys come and say, "Hey, the tires are wobbly on this one. Can you fix them?" Yeah. Fortunately, we can't do that. Oh, no? No. You can just make sure that they're tight and then you're You good. can make sure they're tight. Yeah. Of course. You can make sure they're tight. Yeah. I've um I've lost my... Se me ha salido la llanta driving before. And I could have... um I could have sworn I checked them. Because sometimes they look like they're not really tight. Like, they get just on the edge. I usually check from the top part. Like, you see where it goes in? Let me see it. Like, I look right here. Okay. Because you can see the gap to the spider. Uh-huh. That's For me, that's the best way to check. And that's, that's if you look at a tire that's wobbly, mm -hmm. that's what you'll see first. Like, you'll have a huge gap here, and then you'll have, like, two that are pushed all the way in. Okay. On the spider. The spider is the, the picos? Like the, yeah, the picos with the bolt on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about this? Tell me about the spacer. What's up? I don't know what you want to know. It goes between the tires. Why are some smooth and some have ridges? That's a good question. No. School means shit. I don't know. I, I don't know. either. No. I would say maybe manufacturer. Just yeah. Made it. Yeah. That's all I can think. I don't think it's going to hold it different or space it different. Mm. Well, that was random. Hello, everyone. I'm back. So let's see. If not in this business, what would you be doing? I'll probably still be welding. Welding? Yeah, I'll probably still be welding. If yeah. you were not welding, what would you be doing? That's a good fucking question. Yeah. Yeah. Think I, about it. Let me know. I mean, I don't know. Because that shit changed my life. Mm -hmm. You know? It really changed me in a lot of ways, you know, to, to get back. Like, that's literally what put me in the workforce. So I, I'm, I'm not sure. Because I never graduated high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it would have been pretty hard to get a, a pretty good job without a high school diploma if I didn't have a skill. 
Did the trade schools require a GED or anything? At the when I went, no, no, no. Also straight up. Yeah, like, I went. I think I started going like in two thousand one. Yeah, I know at that time they didn't they didn't require a a GED. I think now they do. Yeah, now they do. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good question, bro. I don't know what the fuck I'd be doing. Because literally me me starting a weld put me in the path that I'm on now. It like literally just lined me up. Yeah. So some stuff just lines up then. Like this whole like you got to have a passion. You got to know what you want. And you got to, you know, boom, boom, boom. Like sometimes things line up. I think you got to just do work, bro. Like do the best at what you do. Yeah, that's just it. it no matter what it is, mm -hmm. you know. And I've welded on all kinds of shit. Like, all, man, I used to build wrought iron gates. Do you know about the underwater welding? Yeah, so when I was going to um, trade school, yeah, they had a guy come in there and talk to us. There used to be one in Wilmington on Freeze. Okay. The College of Engineering or something like that. Is that and, as dangerous as it sounds? Yeah. Yeah. They offered it to a couple guys. They were going to take like three guys, whoever was interested, but at the, at, it wasn't interesting to me. No. Because I heard you, you can't work very long because your lungs and all that get fucked up. From uh, the even underwater, from the underwater, because think about it, it's like the divers. You know, yeah. a lot of guys end up in a decompression chamber because of the diving. Things like lack lack of oxygen to your brain. Oh fuck that! Yeah. Man. Okay. So any side hustles? Side hustles. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I do. Um. I fuck with lowriders on the side. I do uh, frame reinforcements, fuck with the hydraulics and stuff like that. Chains for when they open up? Or you know, what? I don't like to put the chains. I like no. to put the straps like from the off-road trucks because I like off-roading too. Yeah. So there's like limit straps. I think the limit straps look cleaner on the on the lowriders instead of the chains. Oh, I didn't know that. The straps. Yeah, there's like limit straps that they use like on the off-road trucks. Yeah. So I, those, I think the straps look cleaner. And you could probably even pick a color, huh? You that could pick a color. Magical. They look nicer. Like, think yeah. about if you have a badass lowrider, like, you don't want to chain dragging all on your shit. Yeah. That shit's tacky. Yeah. But some dudes have, like, hoppers that are strictly for that, so the chain will work, I guess, for them. Yeah. But I think on a street car, it looks nicer. Yeah, so I do a lot of that. I do a lot of uh, welding in general. You know, people bring me shit all the time. Cars mainly, you know, lowriders. Mm -hmm. I fuck with a lot. Air rides, maybe? Nah. Bags are for fags. Yeah. I mean, like, you got to be on fluid. You got to be hydraulics. <laughs> hey, man, I had bags at one point, bro. Oh, well, speaking of side hustles. Side hustle, what, what? So, look, I brought you this shirt. Nice. This from one of my homies' uh, clothing company. What's it called? It's Harbor Deep. Harbor Deep. Yeah, he made this sweater, too. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, don't trip. And shout out to him. Harbor Deep on Instagram, my homie Andy. That's the name, Harbor Deep. Yep. You know what? <sighs> I'm just chilling, you know. Hold on, let me chill like this. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up? Where were we, bro? At the side hustles, huh? Yes, sir. Welding is life. There's absolutely nothing else you want to do. I mean, there's a whole lot of other shit I want to do, but I, I enjoy welding. All right, all right, all right. So... If you could change one thing at the ports, what would it be? Fuck. That's a hard fucking question. I mean, in what what aspect, what category, what uh you choose the thing. 
It can be a trait. It can be a circumstance. It can be a situation. I don't know. Yeah, see, that's too hard because... Um, what would you do to improve it? Okay, I'm going to stay on topic with you guys. Okay, okay. okay. With the truckers. Yeah. So I, I think... Um, there's a lot to improve there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, I guess it would just be probably the way you guys. I think if they were to put like a. a um, like own own chassis line. Yeah. Maybe have one guy over there. To where confirm. that's only for own chassis. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that eliminate a lot of the clutter. For outbound. I don't know. I don't know if it'll help or piss people off because some somebody might get pissed off. Yeah, that would really work, but we might fuck it up as well because we might not have own chassis and we might take that lane. Like a WBCT. Yeah, or a, yeah, WCCP. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. So it's kind of like because if look, it all comes down to money, huh? That's manpower right there. You're gonna have a guy getting paid. To confirm if it's owned or not and, and not really doing repairs and just have these guys over here you know that eliminates what maybe 50 percent of what's going out yeah on chassis what do you think the percentage is you guys would know better well it definitely went up since the scarcity yeah. you know i just don't know an exact figure but i know it's more common than before yes to me i think it's like at 50 right now maybe 50 percent wow. is owned if not more based on what you see yeah how you see throughout the day yeah Okay. It, it, you know, so I think that'll help a lot. Eliminate a lot of the like the mm -hmm. traffic because you could kind of keep that off to itself. Mm. And then but keep in mind with more own chassis there's a less need for you to repair them. That's true. So that's kind of like yeah. uh, I think everything now uh, nowadays has kind of like that pros and cons, right? You know what I mean? So um so one solution can always affect another source of income for someone. Yeah. You know, so own chassis lane. Cool. And I guess I say that now because right now I'm in Roto. You know, it could change. I could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. They could tell me on Monday, hey, uh, you're not here anymore. You're going to wherever. You have a special message for truckers? A word of advice? A tip? I mean, just like I said, the whole time I've been saying, like, it starts with respect. You know what I mean? However you want somebody to treat you. Is probably how you should treat those guys over there. Mm -hmm. Your co-workers, technically they're co-workers, you know what I mean? You guys are all doing the same thing. Yeah. But let's start there. You know, let's start there and maybe I'll carry on by the time you get to that lean. So we don't really have a right to say a point fingers until we cover our own. Like, I think as humans, we're guilty of that shit. I yeah. know my wife tells me you tend to fucking say shit to people that you probably wouldn't want them to say to you or... You do things that you wouldn't want to be done to you. Yeah. Like overall, like before we demand respect from you guys, let's respect ourselves. I've said it before, bro. Yeah. Don't demand something you can't provide. Yeah. Okay. You know, and I've said that to my dad recently because he was arguing about some shit. I'm like, you, you can't ask that for me. Yeah. You never gave me that. So how are you going to demand that for me? So how are you going to demand respect from another man when you just disrespected that one? Yeah. To beat him by what? A minute? 30 seconds? And now that's a chain reaction. Now that guy has that impression. Now he might do that yeah. tomorrow. And then that guy might do it. Or what happens, these guys all start moving forward, 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 forward. Next thing you know, you got four guys that are just waiting for somebody to put their hand up. And they're going to stomp on the gas. And then three motherfuckers are mad. Mm -hmm. And then what? 
or they try to go in the lane at the same time. Like, come on, bro, you already see you didn't make it. Mm-hmm. Just fucking cut it out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think respect is a big thing that's lacking when it comes to that. Yeah. If we if we traded roles for a couple of days, maybe that would help get a perspective. Yeah. But in a way, hopefully the podcast is doing that. Like you guys come and share your point of view and we're like, oh, they're people too. You know You know what? Honestly, I can't wait to see the comments. Yeah. Because I know somebody's gonna have a stupid ass comment, but yeah. at the same time it's kinda like Yeah. If we don't talk like this yeah when when are we going to talk well i want to thank you for that because i do feel a lot of resistance and i don't take it personal there, there's there's other guys that i talk to like like i talk to you and they don't come you know they yeah don't, it's i don't know what it is that they feel they don't want to put their themselves in that position where i mean look they, at know? the end of the day i didn't disrespect nobody yeah like none of my union brothers nobody that i work with i didn't disrespect none of you guys mm-hmm so what's what's honestly anybody can tell me? Yeah. Oh, why'd you go on there? Because I wanted to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was a little skeptical. I yeah. told you in the beginning. Yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like I'm not saying nothing that's not true. So if you get upset or you're bothered by it, just don't watch it. That's it. Yeah. Don't listen to it. But they're still gonna listen to it. But there's, this stuff needs to be talked about. Like we can't continue act like nothing's going on. You yeah. know what I mean? But then it comes a point where, like, how long can we talk about it? And then it's just like, well, what's happening? Yeah. Other than more awareness, okay? And you know what? It's not like, it's not a one-sided thing either. It's not yeah. like all oh, fucking truckers are assholes. Like, I know we got some guys over there that are straight pieces of shit. I know that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And believe me, those guys get called out by us. You know, we call our, our own guys out. You know, there's a little internal conflict right there where all oh, such and such over there, he's a fucking piece of shit. Like, he don't do nothing. Yeah, but what I admire, despite your differences amongst your brothers in your union, when she hits the fan, you guys, at least I notice, you guys always come together. Like when it's for the, when it's time. It's a common thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's. But you know what's funny is that I learned that from my own brothers. Yeah. Like I told you, I got four brothers. Oh, okay. Like I learned to put our shit aside. We have differences, you know what I mean? But somehow we're, and I think in the last like maybe like four years, that's gotten better between me and my brothers. Like, we disagree on some shit and just like, all right, fuck it, move on. Yeah. And I think that's what it has to be down there, too. Because you might have to be forced to work with a guy for the rest of your career. We can do hate him every day, be mad at him every day. He's just a piece of shit. That's what he is. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Oh, man. All right, all right. Respect. You know, a lot of people mentioned that one. Respect. Why is that so hard? So thank you for sharing that message. Yep. Anything else you want to add? We're getting towards the the end of this ride. Anything else I should have brought up? You, uh, you know, any burning desire? Let it out. Uh, thank you. How about that? Ah, thank you. Right. You know what I mean? Thank you for having me. And I, I'm glad I came because, like I said, I was a little skeptical in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, like we all have our opinion. Like. I've been thinking of doing some kind of disclaimer, like, oh, the views here are of the... Fuck yeah, that. You know, don't do blah, that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, don't do that like, shit. Like, ah. Nah. Keep it so like it is. It's like, yeah. Because it's easy. If you don't like it, don't watch it. Yeah. yeah. And it's funny because you, when you end up talking to people, you figure out that you got more in common with them than the little bullshit that you're trying to hold on to to say, oh, fuck that guy or yeah. this or that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I've met guys that I off-roaded with that 
our truckers and they're like, oh, you're a mechanic? Like, yeah, like, oh, oh. all right. Or even guys like, you know, like when you're low riding, like I'll have my car out and he's like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm a trucker for so long. Like, oh, yeah, I'm always in the port, man. Those guys are assholes, dog. Like, I didn't know you were one of them. I'm like, I'm not. They are? You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So in, in that, you know what I mean? It's a trip. A lot of people share the same common shit you like, the same common hobbies. There's even dudes like we ride bikes and there's dudes like my homie that's a longshoreman. And there's another dude that's a, he's a Teamsters too. And he's kind of like, oh, you fools ain't that bad. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> fuck you right? mean? Yeah. You want me to flip you on your bike? Like, you're, we're not at work. This has yeah. nothing to do with that shit. Okay, okay. Everybody's a family man for the most part. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my family too because they were real supportive of me coming. They were like, you got this. I was like. All right. Yeah. yeah. Thank you guys for the encouragement. Para que viniera el compa. George. Yeah. Yes, sir. Well, wh where can they reach you if they want to pick your brain and, and send you the... Um, Lane five at Evergreen. <laughs> what about social media? They want to send you a DM, pick your brain. I only got a personal social media, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, so I don't know. Really, no reason to DM me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, hey, they'll see me out there. They want to see me when I'm, you know, stop, stop in my lane. Say, what's up? Hey, I seen your shit. Yeah. Either fuck you or I liked it. You yeah, know what I mean? Cool, cool. If not, just keep it pushing. All right. I'll let you think about that one. We would know by the time the video is uploaded. The the IG will be released. All right, guys. So, hey, once again, thanks for taking time Thank out of you, your brother. day to come and you Thank know you. share your point of view. I appreciate it, and thank you guys for watching. And Peace. catch you on the next one. Peace.